Welcome back to another episode of Tough Men of Faith. It's kind of a, a part two. Yeah. And we told Blake this to go ahead and start rolling because we're talking about Thanksgiving turkeys. Uh, I'm getting excited. <laughs> because Nick is going, is it okay to, like your family knows yet? Oh, yeah. yeah. So you've told your wife that you're hosting Thanksgiving dinner. I explained to her that she doesn't have a choice. Um, if she stays home that day with me and celebrates Thanksgiving with me that day, we are hosting it. My family. You, you're pro- you promise you've told her this. I, yeah, she knows about it. Or she'll know about it before this episode comes out. She will out. definitely know about it before she this episode comes out. She doesn't know about it, out. does she? She knows. Okay. Um, I bought the turkeys the other day and told her she has to go get the rest of the stuff from the store. Okay, so you're so. doing turkeys. How are you going to cook these? This is going to drop around Thanksgiving time, so, this episode. How are you cooking these turkeys? I did the hipster thing this week. The hipster. There's not, there's not a hipster bone in you. I know. I went and I bought some overalls. They're designer. Okay. okay. And uh, that's, that's hipster. And then I went today and I bought a wood pellet smoker. Yeah. So I'm going to smoke this turkey. Yep. Get you some skinny jeans while you're out there smoking it. Well, so the overalls are kind of like skinny jeans. They're form-fitting. Okay. Form-fitting overalls. Overalls, right? yeah. yeah. It's going to be classy at the Robertson house. <laughs> you know. Oh, it's going to be scary, actually. But do you have a scarf? Like, because you'll be outside. Um, definitely need a scarf. I think I've got like a bandana. I could just tie that around my neck, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, got it. And hat? You can't wear that Robertson drywall hat. No, yeah, no, no. We're not going to wear that. Um, I'll figure out the hat. I've got okay. plenty of those. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's still here with us. He yeah. hasn't left, even though we're talking about the, Matt, any advice for Nick on dressing like a hipster for Thanksgiving? Uh, I'm looking at Nick, and... <laughs> he doesn't have the physique for hipster, does he? <laughs> it's okay. I'm just thinking you might need to rethink this whole thing. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Just, just be you, man. Right. Remember what from last time. Yeah, yeah we talked about that. You be you. Just yeah. be me. If skinny overalls is you. Okay. And Rachel's okay with it? I'm and I don't see it. And you're all good. I'm going to get some baggier overalls, and... Uh, I'm going to use this pellet smoker. All I don't right. know. You guys ever use one of those? I have not. Great. I got, Here we go. We're getting ready to uh, My brother-in-law is going to smoke those squirrels Good. that we shot a couple weeks ago. Good. That should, uh, you should be able to do that with a candle, I think. So Well, probably, yeah. Um, I mean, well, after I skinned that one, there wasn't much left. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so you're going to smoke the turkey. Yeah, I'm going to smoke a turkey. And deep fry turkey. Uh, no, we did we did a deep fried turkey a few years ago. Yeah. Um, I don't have a deep fryer big enough to accommodate that. So I could do like two legs and two wings or something, but that's about as far as that's going to go. Sounds like you need a new deep fryer. Well, we'll talk about that, you know? Yeah. Uh, when the podcast starts paying a little better, I'll get a deep fryer. <laughs> Once those Ford F-150s start rolling, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got Matt with us. I yeah. forgot you are hey, in the room. I'm right here. Yeah. yeah. Good to see you. In the corner. Yeah, you there. have quite the presence in the room. I forgot <laughs> yeah. you are sitting there. Um, light up a room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we did say you have the gift of encouragement. So. Yeah, well, thank you. Maybe we should bring you in more often because there's not a lot of encouragement around here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure Blake can handle all of that. <laughs> I so think get you once every couple of months or something, you know, I think it'd be really good. Yeah, sounds you know. good. I'll do it. Last week, uh, we talked about, I said, there's three things I want to talk to you about. Your leadership. Uh, you gave some great pointers on that. Go back and listen to last week's ep- episode if you haven't. Talk about how you encourage guys. And then the third thing you mentioned you want to talk about is that how lust is a destroyer oh, for yeah. men. Is that yeah, uh, let, let me just back up a sure. little bit. Yep. Uh, I grew up, um, I'm close to 50, next year will be 50. And um, so I grew up in an era where we didn't have smartphones, you didn't have internet, things like that. The good old days. The good, uh, really, I'm yeah. telling you, that I think there was more peace in my life when, yeah. in those days. There's but more peace in everyone's life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, and, and I haven't told this part of my story uh, to a lot of people, uh, but... Uh, I grew up where uh, 
Uh, I'm not sure why you were laughing. <laughs> because on this podcast, you're also not telling oh, it to not, a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I feel safe then telling my story. I, I, I feel, thank you. That's encouraging. Hey, we're only me. one story away from going viral. <laughs> this may exactly be it. Right. This could yeah. be the one. Yeah. Well, if this is the one, I got to do some explaining to Don't some worry. family. I'll get you paid. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, I... I I was just introduced to a very young age to Playboys, I mean, uh, age eight, and uh, I, I, I have not even, so I hope mom and dad are not listening to this podcast, uh, I, I haven't even told my parents this, because I always kept it quiet, and then at age 11, old VHS uh, porn movies, right, and, and that at that age, eight and eleven is just a lot to take in. It, it's it's way too much. Yep. And and the reality is, here I'm 49, and I still remember some of the movies, I, the the pictures that I saw from at age eight or age 11. It's interesting how the Word of God it takes. You know, sometimes it just uh, I can forget. Mm-hmm. But those those pictures, it's like from 40 years ago. I can still remember. And uh, it, it's, it's quite interesting. And so I grew up struggling with um, or given over to uh, lusts. And so just th- there's a personal reason why uh, I, I like to help men pass this, because I feel like it, lust is something really that I'm going to be dealing with until I die. But yeah, I have victory over it right now to where it doesn't conquer me. And I've had that for, for a while, uh, quite a while. But it has definitely been probably one of the tops, if not the top struggles in my life. So that's, that's, and I just think there's many guys, many, many, many guys that have the same type of struggle. Yeah, well, I, I can't remember if it was last week or this week when you said it, but you, you're kind of joking and you said Nick struggles with lust. You don't even know Nick. <laughs> I don't. I but that, that's a safe thing to say to guys, right? I mean, if yeah. you're just talking to guys, then, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned 11 is when you first had exposure. The average boy is exposed to pornography at the age of 11. Oh. So that's the average age. And then... See, um, we told you you were average. I, yeah. <laughs> just proved it again. Yep. And 90% of 8- through 16-year-old boys have viewed pornography. Wow. So what you're talking about, that you, that's a struggle the rest of your life because you were exposed at a young age. Mm-hmm. 90% of kids, uh, boys, 8 through 16, have been exposed. So. Yeah. yeah, and uh, so it's a pandemic. I mean, we talked mm-hmm. about we're in pandemic of corona, but uh, really, to me, this is, is as devastating, if not worse, because it just, it just lasts and lasts and lasts. It's it just something that you, you really have to fight hard to overcome. Yeah, and it's so easy to get access to it. Yeah, it's out there. It's everywhere. Everywhere. And then, you know, when we were kids, it would have to be, you'd have to see a magazine or a video that someone had from VHS internet. Yeah. And now you send a kid to his room, a 12 year old boy with where he has access to everything. Right. Yeah. Bad idea, but it's what's happening. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I also want to say it's something that the devil has taken something that's natural because God created man to to be attracted to a woman, right? So yep. that's something that's natural. But pornography uh, just takes it to a, a whole new unhealthy level. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as you said, as, as I've mentioned many times to our church, lust is a destroyer. Yeah, I was and, reading something about that earlier today. That lust triggers parts of the brain that control pleasurable feelings associated with sex and food. Yeah. And uh, love triggers parts of the brains associated with habits. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. Did you write that? 
I, I wrote it down. Yeah. Oh, you wrote but, it down. Um, <laughs> that must I, have been I, from I RT's, uh, one of his I didn't messages. write it originally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you coming in and this, like, your openness. Yeah. yeah. So we hear these these stats, right, and I have a few more. This that So 40% of people visit pornography sites once a month on the Internet. Hmm. But if you go to guys who are 18 to 34 years old, that number goes up to 70%. Wow. Wow. So the numbers are out there, but there's not a lot of men like you who will say, hey, I've, I've been exposed and struggle with this, and this time I'm getting victory over it. Yeah. Or got victory over it. Yeah. You know, uh, again, I've been married a long time. I, I told you all that. And it's interesting. Even though you have a, a good marriage, a healthy marriage and all that, it, lust is still something that can uh, just still be with you. Even if you're... I mean, I don't know how to say it. If, if your wife takes care of you, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. it, it it doesn't matter. No, what do you, you mean? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. I'm Let me talk t- about I'm, the I'm birds totally and the bees I'm totally a little kidding. Bit. <laughs> uh, maybe you're not. Maybe, RT, you need to help him out. No, I was, I was trying to lighten the mood just a little. <laughs> it, it worked because we're all laughing again. It, it's lightening. Um, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but, Matt, I knew what you were saying. So thank you. You don't have to explain yeah. to me. Uh, but... Uh, you know, if you allow it, it again, mm-hmm. lust is a destroyer that is never satisfied. And and James says this, uh, book of James, he says, you lust, but you, you have not. Like, you don't, you still don't have what you're lusting after. And and that's just what it does. It's like yeah. we're never satisfied. You yeah. have to go more and more and more and more. And it's amazing how it changes your outlook on things. And mm-hmm on what you think should be normal and what, what you would expect your wife to do yeah. because of what you've seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm not well, trying to go into any details. That's probably good. <laughs> it is yeah. great, actually. It but, does give you an unhealthy view of sex. Yeah, it gives you an unhealthy view right. um, and unhealthy expectation. Mm, um, yeah, definitely. And, and it leads, I think the other thing, like it does lead to affairs and other things right. that, that mm-hmm. come from that. So Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you're learning or you're living, say it that way, uh, where you're never satisfied, you're going to be in such a mess, right? And you're going to mess up your wife. You're going to mess up your family because, again, you, you just you can't find enough things to fill that, that void that yep. you're feeling. Yeah, and even I heard a guy say something like this once, basically that when you have an affair, you're, you're throwing away your marriage and a lot of other things for a few seconds of pleasure. Right. And that's what lust brings you down to, this for a few seconds yep. you've thrown away a ton um, of trust and things that you build up. So. Yeah. Uh, so I, when I was getting past this a, a number of years ago, was getting past like the dwelling on the lustful thoughts and things. Uh, there's just one phrase that just kept on. I say it in my mind. It's not worth it. Mm. It's not worth it. Yeah. And I just think about all the things I could lose if I played this video out. What I would lose, and yep. it just, it's just not worth it. Yep. Do you have some advice? Like, so you take most guys listening to this podcast are struggling with pornography or lust. Sure. Or they know guys who are. Yeah. If that guy's sitting across from you, you're getting coffee together, and he's like, man, Matt, I'm struggling with this. What advice do you give him? Well, first I say it's a process, right? This whole lust thing is a process. And again, go back to the book of James. I I feel that James must have struggled with lust because he talked about it quite a bit. But he says in James 1, 14, and 15, it says that you're tempted when you're drawn away. And you're enticed, right? So you got to be, you're drawn away. So, uh, and then it lust conceives, it brings forth sin, sin brings death, you know, and that's the process that it, that it goes to. So I try to tell people, one, where are you at in this process, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a process. You don't wake up one day and say, I'm going to just mess up my whole life, mess up my family's life. And so, um, and wherever you're at in that process, we need to 
turn back the right way. And so I, I go back again to James uh, 4, where it says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And I, I just say, so how do we submit to God? So one is the process, where are you at in that process? Two, submit to God through reading the scripture, through accountability of faithful brothers, coming to church, being part of church, and then resist the devil. Um, and to me, that's to me, resisting the devil is is multifaceted. It is not just saying, uh, you know, name of Jesus, be gone from me, which I, I think that works because Jesus' name is ultimately powerful. But I think it, it's doing some preventative maintenance. Like if you're struggling with your phone, I, I don't have Safari on my on my Apple. I have um, I have Covenant eyes, and anything that I look up, my wife gets a report of it every week of everything that I look at. What am I What am I doing? I'm submitting myself to God, doing some preventative maintenance, uh, because I know that, hey, if, if there's an image pops up, I naturally want to look at it. Sure. And so uh, this blocks it out. And if I go searching for something, I have to answer to Becca. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't want to have to answer to Becca. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's just not worth it. And, and so those, I mean, I know we don't have a lot of time, but that's, yeah. those are some of the things that I would tell guys, and that's how I lived it out. So I, I like that you brought up Covenant Eyes, because um, yeah. I don't think a lot of guys know about that resource. And yeah. I use it a lot for guys who struggle with, with pornography. Oh, good. Um, so if you're not familiar with it, what it is is that it's basically something that goes on your phone, your, your internet, on your computer. Um, now, I, you, you use your wife as your accountability partner on that, which I is do. interesting. I, some guys, I recommend they don't use their wife. Yeah. Um, but but either as long as you have it. So You're what it is, to me is again. well, yeah. So if you and I were talking, I would probably say, Nick, if you're struggling with pornography, and yeah. hey, here's a tool that you should use. Put this on your phone, on your computer. And so, and what Covenant Eyes does is it kind of sees what all you look at, yeah. and it'll flag anything that's questionable, and it'll okay. send me a report. So I know, like, you're on, say you're on the internet all the time yeah. for working things. I can't look through all your search history. Okay. I don't care to. But if there's some things that it flags, like Nick Googled. I don't want to say anything, but yeah. they Googled this and he shouldn't have Googled this and it brought up this website. So right. Then I'm going to get a report. And then when you and I sit down and meet, like, we're going to talk about Nick, your why report. were you looking up this? Like looking my, at this. my report card. Yeah, your report card, if you would. So, but that kind of takes me to another point, too. You know, um, I have friends that aren't necessarily Christian guys and they're going to ask, what's wrong with looking at pornography? Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, it's a tough conversation. To ha- not a tough conversation to have, but you know what I mean? You're just yep. stepping on your friend's toes. You know, I mean, do you guys have any advice for what to say in that situation? Yeah, well, um, I, uh, cut in front of RT. I, 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 one, it just messes with your mind, right? Uh, and it, and again, we go to lust is a destroyer that's never satisfied. Right. You'll never get fulfilled, like personally, like you see on on video, right? And and so you're you're always chasing something that you'll never get. So yeah. why would anybody do that? And I and again, I know not everybody is a believer that might be listening to this and, and Jesus and. And, and following the word of God. Uh, but, you know, and they need to know, hey, just because I'm a believer, this I'm still a man. Yeah. I still struggle with this too. Right. Uh, but I, I look at that. I don't want to be unstable. Yeah. And James 1.8, again, James passage, uh, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And I, I know what's right, but when I do what's wrong, what it eventually leads to is uh, just instability. Yeah. And, and sometimes... I had gotten to a point where I was so um, caught up in this before that I felt like I was going crazy. Yeah. And so, I mean, the, I think there's mental, physical reasons why uh, it's wrong uh, yep. to do it. 
And I think there's social reasons because you you start looking at women always as sex objects right. and not as humans or, uh, you know, in the Christian world as, as sisters of Jesus Christ. Right. And that's why I think even in churches you, you have guys that struggle with this and they can't have a normal relationship anymore. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I was saying earlier is it kind of just sets an unhealthy standard. Yeah, sets right. an unhealthy standard. Yeah. Anyway. It does. The other, the other part of that I would say, so even if you're yeah. not a follower of Jesus, is that that girl, that woman that you're looking at on that porn side, like she didn't grow up and say, I want to, I want to be on these porn sites for all these guys to look at me. Right. Like at some point, some things happen in her life, whether that's something as extreme, which happens in the sex slave world where she ended up here, um, or some other things happened in her life where she was abused by men, and now men continue to abuse her by watching her on these videos and paying her money to do it. Yeah. And so I think as, just kind as of guys... Feeds, it's almost like it feeds that addiction or feeds that uh, lifestyle that she's currently living. Yeah, she may not want to be living, but... Right. But it's feeding it that, you know, guys are paying attention to it and giving it notice and paying for it or, mm-hmm. you know... And you continue to abuse her. Right. Right. So if you're watching that pornography with her, like as men, I, I hold to that we should defend women. Yeah. So I think when, when we look at how women are on porn sites, we can choose to defend them, which is by having conversations like this to help men quit abusing women, or we can continue to abuse them ourselves by pulling up our phones and watching them on porn sites. Yep. And so I, that, that's my thing to guys, like even if you're not a follower of Jesus, right, right that's someone's daughter. Yeah. And we would say as Christians, right, so she's creating God's image. She's important. Why would I continue to abuse her instead of trying to defend her by getting other guys to stop looking at porn? The reason the porn's out there is because there's a market for it. Right. Right. So. Yeah, and I think it points ultimately to our selfishness, how mm-hmm. we are very narcissistic, where it's, it doesn't matter what it, how this affects anybody else. It's all about me. Yeah. I didn't even think about the selfishness. That's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. You're encouraging. I'm trying, you know. <laughs> I learned something from uh, producer Blake earlier. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, Matt, you mentioned, you know, you use Covenant Eyes and some other advice. Any other advice you'd give the guys that's trying to, to battle this? Yeah, I, I nowadays especially, I, uh, being a pastor, because I think we have targets on our back, um, but I, I just look to not put myself in places where either temptation will happen or problems can happen. It's like I never uh, am, am alone with another woman, uh, whether it's in a counseling session or anything like that. I, I just am never alone. And I, I, I can't stress enough. Another point is just the accountability. You, we talked about covenant eyes as accountability, but I just need brothers in my life, you know, tough guys uh, that are... Well, that's why you got the tough men of faith here. That, That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, tough men of faith, that can help me. That, mm-hmm. that, I, I just think that's so important. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I agree. My wife always tells me that if you can't tell me that you did it, it's probably wrong. Yeah, that's like, true. Huh, didn't think about it like that before. That's true. Yeah. Any other advice you give the guys on battling pornography? And, and lust. Lust. And... Well, when you mess up, mm-hmm. I don't know if you say it that way, don't keep on messing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some people will just say, oh, screw it, Yeah. right? I've given in again. I might as well just keep on watching. Yeah. Well, I, I said no, uh, especially, again, if, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you have the Holy Spirit in you, and he's going to convict you of sin. And so you start, and there's just been many times. It's like me and Oreos, you know. Uh, I'm, I have a body made by Oreo, you know, and uh, um, so that's it, how the Rock does it. That's how the Rock does it. Yeah, that, I got that off a training video. That, yeah, but um, it, it's for me. Like if I have uh, two or three, four or five, 
it's like, well, why not have the whole row, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you got a cold glass of milk. Well, I think that same that that same thing is with lust. I mm-hmm. think we start. You, you, it's like you look at an image. And it's like, wow, oh, man, you you just stay there. Uh, you kind of start down a road and really don't turn off of it. Yeah, it's like, well, I've already done this. I mean, might as well take this farther. And I then I look at Joseph like the guy I told you about uh, before. Like, if I could see anybody in history, I'd like to be around him. Uh, it, it, it's like the woman that tried to get him enticed yeah. him, right? I don't think she came, like, fully clothed, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Right. I, I feel like she was definitely trying to entice him. Mm-hmm. And, Probably wearing a fig leaf. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and, <laughs> um, you know, for any guy... Coconuts. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Uh, <laughs> edit that. <laughs> I don't even know what to say now. But any guy, that, mm-hmm. that would be very uh, difficult to run from. Yeah. So uh, so just if you mess up or if you're in a situation of temptation, I mean, you just need to, don't just keep on messing up, right? <laughs> just just get back and, and reset, your, reset your mind. But I would then say all of this, you need to prepare your mind ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Joseph was prepared ahead of time. Yep. That's why he could overcome that temptation. Like Daniel, when uh, it, it talks about he was he, they, he was supposed to eat the king's meat, but he had already prepared in his heart he was yeah. going to live for God. That was something that was already done. And so I think we're trying to teach guys, hey, you need to prepare in your heart what you're going to do when an image pops up on your phone or when something pops up on TV or if you're alone. Uh, another quick, this, I'm doing rapid fire. Okay, Because uh, it, it's just coming to my mind. I never watch TV at home or have my computer on if I'm alone at home. Hmm. I just don't because my TV doesn't have covenant eyes. And, and even though I don't have cable, I could still get things where there's a will, there's a way. And I could still see things that I shouldn't. So even and being in ministry, I, it's like my covenant with my wife. I'm not even watching TV if, you're, if, if there are people here at home. And I, we only have one TV in the house as personal preference. Um, but that's also to help us, right? Yeah. I, I'm, I just lied. We have two. I forgot we do have one in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but I, we don't have them in our rooms and things like that. Yeah. Um, but that's just are some things I think you can yeah. advise guys need. So it's yeah. all about protecting yourself in areas that you're weak. Mm. And I think we have to understand where we are weak at yep. that we want to get strong at. Yeah, they got some really good advice too. Protect yourself where you're weak. Yeah. The only thing I would go back to just that you mentioned is that, you know, I think we celebrate too, though, for guys like when you're having victory over it, know that you're going to fall. Mm-hmm. You know, like you mentioned, but you mm-hmm. said just don't keep falling. Right. But there is a little bit of encouraging guys like, hey, you're doing great. Like you've made it several months. You're, you're doing good. And yes, you fell last night. You looked at it again, and, and, but you owned up to it and you told me and we're working through it. Like, like to celebrate those, that success, where I think yeah. we miss that sometimes when we're <clears throat> encouraging guys yeah. to, on pornography that, hey, you, you're, you're doing well, like you're, you're going the right direction. Right? Yeah, I, I think we easily uh, get down on ourselves personally. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and I think if you grew up in a legalistic world where if you don't mind your P's and Q's on everything, mm-hmm. I, I feel like you get um, so discouraged, right? And so you mess yeah. up, you get discouraged, and again, you just, why not just keep on going, you know? Right. But just to know, hey, you don't have to keep on going that way. Turn back to, turn back to doing what's right. 
uh, of course, in the Christian world, I'd say turn back to God, repent, yeah. uh, those things, and, and just start doing what's right again. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. I just want to mention there's a new book came out. I think I've mentioned it before on this podcast, The Death of Porn by Ray Wortland. Hmm. Really want to encourage you guys to get a copy of that book. Uh, read it. It's a short book, uh, but it, it, it's a great resource on this topic. The best book I've ever read on this. So, nice. uh, you guys have anything else to add? Nope. Well, I'm just, I'm thankful that you all have me come on. I, yeah. I do love talking about this topic and especially knowing that so many guys, even in church, mm-hmm. uh, especially in church, because in church, we have facades, right? Mm-hmm. We just have facades that everything's good, everything's, <laughs> everything's, and most of the time we're lying, right? Oh, yeah. Not everything's good. So especially in church, if guys can be more open uh, to discuss this with their pastors or or. Christian brothers, I think yeah. that's a good thing. I hit yeah. it in my sermons all the time where if, if I'm mentioning like specific things, like and some of you guys are struggling with pornography and, you know, Jesus can help you. And and so I I'll always have people come up to me. It's like, why do you always mention pornography? Like, mm. why do you pick on that sin? The reason is because I know the guys in my church, mm. they're just your average guys. Right. And right. So if the, so the stats are true that this high percentage of guys are looking at it, then yeah. there's guys out there looking at yeah, it. Yeah, right? absolutely. And also 70% of your church men are looking at it. Yeah. You I mean, know, I, like I, that's I, what the stats are. It's, yeah, you know, and I think it's true in the church as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, church, like you said, we just pretend. Yeah, yeah nice. absolutely. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us. This has been really good. Um, I'm sorry you had to put you. up with Nick making comments. <laughs> you know, uh, but I apologize for about half of the comments that I made. Yeah, <laughs> he does. You're really, forgiven. I, I really I feel bad for producer Blake because it doesn't seem like there's much editing for him to do until I start talking. And then he I, cuts out about a third of what I say, and it actually makes for a really good listen for the podcast. But uh, I, I feel bad for him. I, I bought him a gift card after season one because I knew all the time that he spent uh, editing. I'll probably get him another one after episode two of season two. So well, He'll appreciate that. Thanks for joining us. Hey, and remember yeah. from the beginning, if you uh, – have questions about how to smoke your turkey? Hit up Nick, Nick on Facebook. Right? Or if you have tips on how to smoke a tips, turkey. Tips, that's what we um, need. If you know how to smoke a turkey, You know, we're only Nick a week know. away, week and a half away, and I'm going to need some help. So. All right, and uh, share this episode. Uh, give it a like on Facebook or yep. social media, and we will see you guys next Thursday. Yep, thanks again, Matt. We really appreciate everything. This uh, has been great. Thank you.